what's up? It's your girl Lauren Wilburn back again with another episode of the I Am More Than the Conqueror podcast. If you're new here, welcome home. We're so happy to have you. And if you're returning, hey girl, it's nice to see you again. Now, if you didn't know, you would have known if you followed my Instagram at I Am More Than the Conqueror. Shameless plug. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't, I'll fill you in. <laughs> This is the last episode of season one of the I Am More Than the Conqueror podcast. Man, I just am so grateful for what I've been able to learn, what I've been able to share within this first season. And I just want to take this time to say thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your engagement. Uh, Just thank you. Thank you for walking with me on this journey that God has told me to get started on y'all and when I tell you it took everything in me to begin this process um, I think the biggest thing that I've learned out of this is that God calls the unqualified I think a big part of my hesitation of getting started on my podcast and um, you know sharing this inspiration with others and sharing how Christ has impacted my life in such a positive way with the variation of topics that we have talked about it's just been like I didn't feel qualified you know I didn't feel like I had the accolades I didn't feel like I had the um you know reference or whatever like this is new for me I've never done a podcast I don't know anyone else who has done a podcast um (laughs) and I had to figure this out and I'm still figuring it out but I think that's the beautiful part of it is because as I'm growing y'all are growing with me and it's just that authentic journey of like when god gives you little he can make he'll multiply it and so um i'm just giving it back to him so he can do that and at the end of the day um, i was speaking to a close friend of mine and you know we were just talking about how at times i had felt discouragement which i know is nothing but the enemy trying to knock me off my focus but there was times i felt discouraged because i didn't feel like I had the qualifications to be doing it. And something that she reminded me of was just like, at the end of the day, this is all for God's glory. This is to bring glory to his name, right? To bring souls to the kingdom. And I'm like, you know what? You are absolutely right. And so it takes the pressure off of me and points it back to God, right? Points the spotlight back on him. And so I was thankful for that conversation we were able to have and just that different perspective. So before I get into this episode, I just want to say as we are moving into the new year, if there is something that you feel like you are created to do, that you have a passion and a purpose for, and you've been hesitant because, well, I don't know anyone else who's done it, or I've never seen it done, or this seems too big for me to do. Um, No, (laughs) it's for you. If it's in your heart, if God gave it to you, it's for you, and you can get it done. You are more than a conqueror. Just as I was able to conquer getting started with this, you can conquer it too. I believe in you. So, Without further ado, let's get into today's topic, which is conquering connection. So um, the reason why I chose this topic today, which mind y'all, I really took some time to just pray over this last episode because I wanted to give leave y'all with quality before the end of the year. I wanted to go out with a bang. And so as I'm thinking like, okay, God, 
all for your glory, all for your glory. What can I talk about? What can I share with them? And so it hit me literally like late at night (laughs) as I'm about to go to sleep. And um, I had a different topic in mind, but this one just really stood out to me. And so it was basically about just conquering the connection and the relationship with Christ. So I'm like, okay, cool. And I know I've shared with y'all like my experience of getting baptized this year and like the aftermath of things that I faced in my previous episodes about conquering conviction. Um, But today is going to be a bit different because this is showing you what happened prior to me making that decision, that amazing life-changing decision in my life. So we're going to go ahead and get in our little time machine (laughs) and go back to the end of 2020. 2019 yeah so um at this point i'm in college i'm enjoying my new life i'm meeting new people i'm enjoying my classes i just feel on top of the world you know no one can stop me i just i feel great and then boom the pandemic hits and online classes start and it's overwhelming and things are just not going how i envision them And so that's kind of starting to, um, you know, weigh on me heavy, which initially ends up in me getting into a depression. Also, at this time, I am staying with my grandpa. Me and my sister were there helping him with anything he needs, which we loved. However, um, with that, there were limitations because with the pandemic happening, you know, I still had peers and others who were um, moving in a different way than I was. Um, And at the end of the day, I knew I had a different responsibility that I was facing in my life and making sure my grandpa was good at that time. Um, So there was just certain things I wasn't able to do and engage in. And um, it kind of led me into like a season of just loneliness, not feeling like anyone understood where I was coming from or my position in life, I had never felt this type of sadness before. It was very just, just like heavy, you know? Um, and so at that point, once the anxiety and the depression and the stress and so forth and so on started to weigh on me, um, I was like, yeah, I need to just lean in on God because this is too much for me to deal with on my own, right? And so um, I remember taking time out to have my praise and worship sessions with God. I was watching sermons. I was, you know, reading my word. And this was something that was new for me because prior to this, a lot of times it felt like a chore almost to read the word. And my mindset had shifted in the weirdest way. It was like I wanted to, I had a desire to seek God. And as I'm reading his word, I'm starting to feel closer to him, you know? And I remember I was watching this one sermon and the pastor began to pray out. And he was just talking about how, you know, God, you know, he loves you. And no matter what you're going through, what you're facing, like it's not too big for him and his grace is sufficient. And I'm just sitting here like, oh Lord, like this is a lot, you know? And it's like, I'm starting to get emotional because I'm feeling like, at this point in my life, I feel as though I'm almost living a double life because there are um, 
times in my life where I'm like focusing on God and you know doing things that glorify him but then other times it's the complete opposite it's day and night right and you know that was a lot (laughs) y'all it was a lot to have to juggle looking back at that and so during this evening where I'm watching this sermon I'm like "Mm, God okay I really want to get to know you I really want to build my own personal connection and relationship with him and mind y'all I had always had amazing leadership when it came to ministry um my grandparents always prayed with us my mom you know my aunts like all of that so it wasn't like I didn't know God but I didn't have my own relationship with him you know And so this was like the first time in my life where I was like, no, I'm going to get to know him on my own. I'm not going off what my mama said, what my daddy said, so forth and so on. Like, I need to know this for myself. And so I started reading my word more, started spending more one-on-one time with God and just asking him questions. And it was like I was receiving these revelations like I had never really seen it before. And I was very intrigued in reading the word more. And so I remember it was this one week where I just was praying and asking God, like, Lord, what is your purpose for my life? And mind y'all, I'm feeling like renewed, like I'm not feeling this heaviness that I had on me previously. And so basically he um, helped me understand what my purpose in life is. And so I'm like so happy and I'm so grateful. And I remember calling my mom and I'm like crying tears of joy, like telling her this is what God you know showed me like this is what he wants me to do and it was like crazy y'all because I really audibly heard the voice of God um and that is just an experience like no other (laughs) at like two o'clock in the morning I'm like "Uh uh-uh like who in the what in the (laughs) but it was clear as day I knew it was God I knew he was giving me confirmation and so at that time went on as I shared in a previous episode I had got I was feeling better and, and, um, you know, still growing in my relationship with him, but that depression was still like trying to, you know, fight against what I had going on. And so as I had already shared in my first episode, I had got to the point of like considering suicide. And I remember I had got away for a little bit and it was almost just like God, God kind of had one of those Job moments with me where y'all know we're Job was just kind of asking God why and God showed him like all the things that he basically rules over and you know compared to our worries and that's just kind of how it happened for me I went to the beach specifically and it was like I'm looking at this water and just the waves coming in and out and I'm like taking in deep breaths and I'm just like you know what I get it like there's more to life than what I'm facing and what I'm going through and when I came back home I felt just refreshed and I started just really going in on getting to know God more and just building our connection and so then shortly after this situation once I came back and I'm like okay I'm feel I'm on fire for God and I find out I'm pregnant now remind y'all I'm 19 at this time I'm not married and I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared because I don't know what to do. Um, I'm feeling like, Lord, like, you know, I need you. Like, that was the only person I could call on at that time. I didn't know who to call on. 
it's so funny y'all um looking back at it i'm looking up like youtube videos because you know youtube has everything quote unquote but i'm looking up youtube videos of other young christian women who may have experienced this because i don't know anyone who i can call and confide in about this and so i just confide in god and um i'm thankful i had a very supportive partner um and you know we navigated through this together but there was a lot of questions that were running through my mind at this point of like god like i had so many different aspects of like you know knowing where my background was right i was the church girl um with mom and dad had my grandparents as well who raised me i had good influences around me who raised me to know right from wrong and so it kind of was like okay i've gotten myself in this predicament and i'm feeling like how am i going to tell my family you know what are my friends going to think um what is it going to look like when i go to church and i'm pregnant um just all of these things that were just going through my mind and when i tell y'all god shut all that down for me (laughs) he truly did um so it came a point where me and my partner told my parents and i'm thinking this conversation is going to be like oh yep i'm out of here like they're not going to love me they're not going to want to you know like how teen moms on mtv was (laughs) i'm thinking it's going to be one of those situations because it's like oh lord like you know um and they met me with honesty, the raw truth. It wasn't, you know, no sugar coating, nothing. They kept it real with me about, you know, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be a lot of work. Like, yeah, it's, it's a lot more than what people think it is, you know, but we love you. We're here to support you. They met me with the love of Christ and that really threw me off. And I felt kind of foolish to go into that conversation, assuming um, I was going to receive hate instead of love, you know, and one thing that I have learned through that process at that time was just like, you know, love is love is not like enabling someone, but it's also, you know, being there and showing grace um, when needed. And I think that is what they seen. They, I could, they probably could tell I was scared and they probably could tell <laughs> I didn't know what to do. And I just... It was love that I was met with. Um, And then we told my family, my grandpa and my aunts, like birthday celebration together. So I had family come out from the Bay Area and then we had family out here and we were celebrating their birthdays and we told everybody and it was just a beautiful thing. We had an ultrasound of the baby already. So we were able to share that with everyone and it was just a beautiful occasion. It was like a family reunion. and it was everything it was everything and I will cherish that day forever and so at this point I'm like you know what God I feel like I can do this now like you've got me I feel you I feel your arms wrapped around me I know you love me and so then even to the point of my concerns of going to church um when I tell you I was met with so much love y'all and it's the same thing as my parents it's it's like it's not enabling but um it's just grace that was shown and love that was shown um, from my from the leadership to the congregation on down. Like it was, God really just blew me away, to be honest. Um, and His grace and mercy showed up in my life at that time. And so, basically, 
as the year goes on, then it's time for our gender reveal. So the year is 2020, mind you. So December 31st, 2020, we have our gender reveal. And once the this clock strikes midnight, we pop the balloon. So we knew in the new year, if it was a boy or a girl. And we found out we were having a boy. <laughs> and so it was a beautiful occasion. But around this time, it seemed like our family kind of started feeling sick. And so that was kind of a scary time. Um, and we all actually ended up getting COVID. So I'm pregnant with COVID, quarantined. Um, and I'm praying over this baby every day, like, Lord, please bless this child. Keep him from any hurt, harm, or danger. You know, um, praying over his development, just making sure he's good. Um, and that was a hard time, but it was just me, God, and the baby together, you know. And um, then things started to turn for the worse. So once I got over the COVID that I had after my quarantine, then it started to get really bad because um, my mom, my grandpa, my dad, and my sister all had to go to the hospital for having COVID. My mom, my dad, and my grandpa all had COVID and they had pneumonia. And then also my sister at that time, she was um, dealing with some things on her own as well, mentally. And so it was very difficult because it felt like my loved ones, everything was just crashing down. And mind y'all, I have a baby on the way. This is my support system. Um, I love my family. We're all extremely close. And the next closest relative, the next closest relative I had is my sister, and she was out of town. So she's helping me over the phone the best way that she can, as well as our other family. Um, I had to end up moving in this time. I moved in with my partner. Um, I thank God for his family and their support, um, welcoming me with loving arms. But it was very, it was just a very tough time. I remember in that season of my life, I cried every day because I did not know if my parents were going to make it. I did not know if my grandpa or my sister, I didn't know y'all. Like. I really just had to lean on God. I prayed every day. I pleaded with God every day, y'all. Like, I cannot tell you that season was nothing but me operating out of faith. And, um, you know, it made me draw closer to him in one of the most difficult times um, of my life. And so I'm also trying to make sure I'm not stressing, so I'm not going into any early labors, anything like that. And so um, I thank God as well for just my loved ones that were near and far, family in Texas, in California, my sister who was like the rock of it all. Older siblings are like, yeah, she's like a diamond. Um, <laughs> and just like, you know, God family out here, just very grateful for all of the love and support that I was shown during that time even I had friends who when I had COVID came came by and gave me some um you know things that could help me with my cold and just love and encouragement and so now at this point it is moving into the new year I believe I'm trying to get the timeline right y'all because it was a lot going on no we are in the new year already and so um, on my dad's birthday, unfortunately, my grandpa did pass away. And um, due to COVID with the whole 
funeral homes there was of course it's a longer wait time and everything like that and so also like my parents are still in the hospital basically fighting for their lives at this point so it was very heartbreaking and then my grandpa's funeral was the next month and on that day because I guess I skipped a part my family in the Bay Area they also got COVID and so on the day of my grandpa's funeral unfortunately my aunt did pass away so um, we lost two major figures in our family and it was a heavy time for all of us we wanted to be next to each other um, but with COVID restrictions and everything it was difficult so um yeah, I was able to, you know, be there for the homegoing service of my grandpa. Unfortunately, I was not able to be there for my aunt because at this point I was in my third trimester now and with traveling and everything, the doctor would not permit me to leave. So now we're in the next month and my son is born on May 2nd, um, Kai Kobe, and he was healthy. Labor and delivery went well, which I was thanking God for because um, there is a lot that um, can be said about black women and um, labor and delivery and the dangers of it in hospitals but I feel like I had an amazing supportive group of ladies who helped me during my labor process my partner was super supportive he was on top of everything and my mom was with me as well which was a blessing because I had prayed that God would help her and my dad get out of the hospital and they did um so you know but it's still a difficult time because you're still mourning the loss of your loved ones and so that's never an easy situation so now fast forward right we are um i'm still growing with my relationship with god i'm, I'm a new mom now so i'm really leaning on god because <laughs> that whole process of just caring caring for a life other than yours is just something so different but it was just such a beautiful love and you know I would be um doing praise and worship with my baby and just spending time with God and just praying over my home praying over my child like just you know really really asking God for his will to be done in my life and um just seeking his face daily and so Towards the end of the year, I knew, like, without a doubt, I knew God. I knew why he sent his son. I felt close to him. I knew he loved me, and I wanted to live my life. I wanted to live a righteous life for him. And so I made the decision to get baptized this year in January for the millionth time. But, y'all, that's one of the happiest days of my life, and I'll say it a million times again if I have to. <laughs> And like when I tell you, I feel like my life has just elevated in such an amazing way. Making that decision, God gave me a new life. And not only did he give me new life, but he gave me life more abundantly. And I see it in just every aspect of my life. Something that has me in awe sometimes is like my life did not go the traditional route that I thought it would go when I was in 2019, right? But as I've just allowed God to be that light that orders my steps, my life has still been blessed abundantly. And there's a lot of milestones that I've hit earlier on in my life um, compared to the traditional route with other people. And so I do just want to encourage some of y'all today, 
if you feel like, you know, your route is not the same as everyone else's and you feel alone in this season of your life, just know that God is going to get the glory out of it and like his plans are for you to prosper. You just have to put your trust in him and know that he is God, you know? And so like, as I move forward now into this new year, I am looking forward to what God has in store for me. I thank God for giving me this creative outlet to share some inspiration with others and just, um, you know, shine light on the gospel, which is also show how he has impacted my life in such a positive way. And so today, if you're one of those people who are thinking about growing your relationship with Christ, building that connection with him, getting closer to him, I'm going to give you some tips that you can apply to your life when it comes to seeking his face and growing a deeper connection. So let's get into it. Okay, so number one is seeking God. <laughs> like, it's really that simple, y'all. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So your heart got to be in it, okay? Your heart got to be there, honey. And just as I mentioned in my story of getting closer to God, that night I was watching that sermon, my heart was like, oh my goodness, God, I, I just want to get to know you more. And I started seeking him and he came closer and closer to me as I was drawing near to him. So just start there. Like, just make sure your heart's in it when you are looking for God. Number two is understanding that God loves you and he wants you to come as you are. When I started seeking God, like I said, y'all, I felt like I was living a double life and I didn't know how to navigate through that. But God helped me with that. And he reassures us in Isaiah 1, 18. And he says, come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. And so what this means is that he's able to give us a clean heart, renew our mind. He's able to do that. But we have to just start off by step one, right? Seeking him and understanding that regardless of what we've been through, what we've done, it's never too great for God's love. Like God's love covers a multitude. He loves you. It doesn't matter what you're facing. He wants you just as you are. This kind of goes with the previous one, but just understanding God's love for us. In John 3, 16, it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. So the sacrifice that Christ made for us, that in return we received eternal life, new life through Christ. Because God did not come to, Christ did not come to condemn the world, but he came to give us life and more abundantly. So this is also for people who are considering getting baptized. That is something that you absolutely should understand because once you get baptized, you didn't you then understand that you have been created new in Christ and that all those old things have now passed away because your sins have been covered and you have received redemption through the blood of the lamb who is Christ Jesus. Next is to have faith and just be patient as God is working within you and through you. In Hebrew 11 and 6, it says, And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whosoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. So all you have to do, right, is get your heart right when you're seeking him. 
understand that he is real have that faith to know that he hears you when you're praying and god will reward you it's basically as simple (laughs) y'all and lastly just understand that god is faithful that he keeps his promises and that he's there for you i don't know about you but if i'm growing a relationship with someone um whether it's a friendship or it's a platonic relationship um platonic or romantic relationship i need to know that i can trust this person that they're not going to you know um betray me should i say and so one thing about god his character has been the same today tomorrow and forevermore okay but it really highlights his character in first john 1 and 9 where it says if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness so whatever you're dealing with like just be humble right going back to the other point i made be humble be open with god and in his faithfulness he is willing to forgive us and he's willing to help us be cleansed he's willing to give us that redemption through christ so i really pray that in this new year in your journey in the years ahead that you are able to grow your connection just as i was with christ and just know you're not alone um i did reference my instagram in the beginning i am more than the conqueror always feel free to reach out if you want to have open discussion um if you are going on that journey of growing a deeper connection with christ let me know and also um i don't know if i mentioned this previously i really can't remember so i'm just going to go ahead and make sure i say it now take your time like with me i told y'all my whole story it started in 2019 really 2020 to get to where I am now. So that's like two and a half years, two and a half, three years of getting closer to Christ to get to the point where I decided, you know what, Lord, I'm ready to get baptized. Um, And that is a big decision. It's a blessing. It's an amazing decision. But I really just want y'all to know, like, make sure you're sure and make sure you really understand God and understand the severity of the sacrifice that he made for us and the love that he has for us. And you'll be good. You know, be patient with yourself. Take that time to grow and to learn. And so with that being said, I'm going to pray out. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just come to you today saying thank you, God. Thank you for your son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Lord. God, I pray for our listeners today. I pray that if they are on the verge of trying to seek your face, trying to grow that deeper connection with you, that they do so, Lord, that they're able to um, have the desire to get into their word and understand you on a deeper level and grow that deeper connection with you. I thank you for this podcast, Lord. I thank you for allowing me to make it to my last episode of the first season, God. I pray that you get all of the glory out of this, Lord. I pray all these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. All right, y'all. So going into the new year, this is the last time you'll hear from me this year. But as always, I will say it's not goodbye. It's continue to thrive. And I will see you in 2023. Bye.